Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. We've got Chris Schubert floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, Folks, it's finally here. The Final Four college basketball taking center stage. Go Duke. Go North Carolina. Whatever team you want, head on over to Bet Online if you want to wager. And that's the best spot to do it. You can wager on all of the updated odds and info. They've got player props. So many great things. Check them out. Go to the website, betonline.net. You can use your desktop or your mobile device. Sign up today. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. It is the best possible spot for all of your sports wagering need, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games, and poker games. It's easy to get started, so join today. Learn what everyone is talking about as Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. It's where the game starts. Are you all right? First of all, I want to know why there was no love for the Wildcats. Because I couldn't. I don't know the other two teams that are in it besides Duke and North Carolina. I have what no idea is, who else is in it. Joe, in Kansas, this is correct? this is day two and a half of the detox, and it's clearly getting to you. You clearly have lost it a little bit upstairs. You got to get to a steakhouse immediately. Two porterhouses for my guy Joe Marino. ASAP, give him some mashed potatoes. I need some corn, some good mac and cheese. My guy needs some food. This detox was a bad idea. Yeah, and while we're at it, let's get some nutrients for his computer too. So whatever the hell is going on right. with that can can clear itself up. Poor thing's been struggling all afternoon. And let's let's be fully transparent here because I think this is important to note. We're wearing the exact same stuff on the Wednesday show because we're recording on Wednesday, right? So yeah, I, think that's I listen. I I changed to clothes to try to give off that appeal. That's why I did the Sorry, day two Chris, and a half. I've been on camera for the last three hours. You know, that's why I said day two and a half stuff. for Joe's detox. I was trying to you know give it the air that we were doing the show on Thursday. But since you just blew right through that stop sign and you just didn't well, yeah. care. Yeah, because I didn't change clothes, Chris. Like, yeah, but you <laughs> we slept down here wearing the same sweatshirt for three days. I'm not Bill Belichick showing up <laughs> to the owners' meetings every year wearing the same button down shirt. So I changed, cl- I changed clothes in between the recordings. I put on a different shirt. I'm wearing the same pants. wearing the same sweatpants I was wearing before, but I did change shirts. Well, Joe, how, how's your sustenance? You all right now? You, you get that all I'm sorted happy out? You guys, no, you guys filled there for like two minutes. What, ha- what happened? <laughs> no, Kyle knows. <laughs> there are just times where I get delirious, man. We've been we've been literally on the, on the horn here for like three hours. It's true. And I'm just, I, you know, I had a moment. And I, I'm just happy we kept it, and it will be the intro to the podcast because God knows we're not going to redo it. I so. said, here's one thing we're not doing is we're not rewinding no. another three minutes and starting over again. It's we're, a lot of work for me. With it, baby. Nope, that's it. Yeah, oh, we're, I'll, man, I'll, we're doing I'll, it. I'll get you guys started here. There you go. There's your position that you're talking no, about. Today. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Christoph. Christoph. Uh, setting us up here, we're going to talk about interior defensive linemen, contextualizing them. Uh, versus the 2022 draft class. And Joe, uh, the first question we're obligated to ask, as is tradition here on these series, 
Who is your IDL one this year? And what grade do you have them at? My IDL one this year, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, 87. So a nice solid first round grade Ooh, on Wyatt. That that oh, that's yeah. not only solid first round grade, that that's a firm first yeah. round grade. 87 is is up there. Uh, I have Devontae Wyatt at an 85 and a half as my top interior defensive lineman this year. So same player. Get a little higher. I'll let you have this. Uh, that's fine. We won't need to come to fisticuffs over it. But um, since we're doing two position groups, we can kind of cut to the chase a little bit more here. Last year's interior defensive line group, one year in, not so hot. Did you see that coming with your grades and projections for this interior defensive line group from 2021? Reflecting on last year, yeah, I think we knew that it was kind of an underwhelming class. Um, You know, there was a few players that I definitely liked, but there was nobody that had a first-round value in my mind. And I think I'm excited to see, like kind of reflecting back, I think your two best players so far have been Christian Barmore with the New England Patriots and then what Aline McNeil was able to get done with the Detroit Lions this past year. And those are two players that I liked a lot, and they're they're certainly carving out roles already. But – there's not a whole lot to show for the rest of that defensive tackle class last year. And, and those weren't my top two defensive tackles. And so um, this year is, is the year to get the defensive lineman compared to last year. Right. So uh, my top was Levi and And then I had Milton Williams as my IDL two last year. Um, so without getting into grades and keeping the whole suspense thing going on, um, those were my top two names, so I didn't even have the luxury of getting Christian Barmore right uh, as far as guys that would hit the ground running and be impact players. Now, I did have both as top 100 talents, um, so it was nice to see Ali McNeil and, and Christian Barmore have the early success that they have, but I'm still hopeful for a Milton Williams of the world in Philadelphia and potentially showing more growth when you consider how raw he was coming out. Uh, but Levi Warzariki, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what he's able to accomplish in, in year two and kind of I think I think you knew he was a project too, right? With with how lean he was as a three tech for Washington. Yeah, and I think we should probably acknowledge that defensive tackle interior defensive line is not a position where guys just enter the NFL and you know dominate from day one. It is somewhat of a slow developing position and you know, the book's not written on any of these guys. You know, like there's right. a whole lot of football. There's a whole lot of career left for these players. I just feel like kind of the early returns, that's where that's where it's been so far to this point. But there, there's a lot of players that have an opportunity to take a big step here over the next couple of seasons. So with that in mind, Devontae Wyatt, this year's IDL one is IDL blank in 2021. Oh, he's IDL one by a good bit because I have him uh, as an 87. And my number one IDL from last year was Levi on Wuzariki at an 83 and a half. So a notable, yeah, this is going to be another one of those things where I have like several defensive tackles this year that are higher rated than my first guy last year. Well, let's get into it because I'm in the same boat. Levi and Wuzariki, I had him 34th on my draft board last year. 82 and a half for the valuation. Devontae Wyatt's got him by a comfortable margin, by three points. But mm-hmm. it's not just Devontae Wyatt. You know, I've got 
the Marvin Leal. I've got Jordan Davis. I've got Perrion Winfrey. And all of those guys have grades better than an 82 and a half, which means Levi and Warzariki in this year's class would be IDL five. So this is interesting because I have different players in the conversation. So like Devontae Wyatt is IDL one for me this year. Then I have Travis Jones from Connecticut is IDL two. And then I have He's Jordan IDL Davis two. from Georgia. Yeah, two. And you didn't see, that's why I thought it would be interesting. Like, He's in that range for me, and and he wasn't even one of the guys that you had a, a higher grade on than Levi from last year. So for me, it's Devontae Wyatt, Travis Jones, Jordan Davis, and then, hello, welcome to the party, Levi on Wizarike. So he's four for me this year if he was in this class. Did you think my camera was frozen? I was just that shocked that you have Travis Jones as I one hundred percent did, especially given the computer issues I've had today. I was like, "Oh, come on, come on, come on Joe!" I, even I knew, even I didn't fall for it. He was. I was like, I'm sitting time. here watching, like, shit. I should have pinned my elbow against my side. My mic sitting here, like, dancing back and forth like this as I'm trying to hold still. So I'm glad I got you though. That that bit not being for nothing is is very meaningful to me. So thank you uh, for being gullible. Apparently, but. Um, mm. We'll we'll have the Travis Jones conversation when we have Battle of the Boards. I think that'll be a, a necessary follow. And can we can we get excited for Battle of the Boards? It's less than a month away now. This is an annual tradition. Mm. I think this is the fourth fourth or fifth year we're going to do Battle of the Boards. I'm fired up for it, man. Um, especially because. I'm seeing some of the players that we're different on, and I feel good about where I'm at. So. It's okay. good to feel yeah, good you, about what you're. No Clemson interior offensive lineman for me this year. No, gee, dude, you, you don't have to bring it up every year, bro. Like that was like seven years ago. That was the, that, I got to wear the L. I got to wear the L. <laughs> Can't run from it. You haven't missed. You haven't scouted. Right. I mean, you say that all the time. That's right. That's right. Um, what was that? Brandon, Brandon Williams, Brandon Thomas. The the lineman you're thinking of? Yes. I can't think of his Lord name. Lord have mercy. Like he, he didn't Clemson. get drafted. Yeah. Right. He, I don't even think he made a team ever. Um big L. Um but that's fine. We'll 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 get there. It it seems as though we both agree with the value of this year's interior defensive line class versus last year's, though. But I would ask you if you feel the same about the linebacker position. Let's uh, let's find out. I got to resort my board here, pivoting from IDL to linebacker. Chris, I think help us out. Yeah, Chris. Boom. Thank there you. Hey, hey. Uh, it was a touch screen. We we're supposed to swipe, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so linebacker last year is interesting. You had Micah Parsons in mm-hmm. this group, and this is in no particular order, but you had Micah Parsons, you had Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, you had Zavin Collins, you had a guy that we liked quite a bit in Baron Browning, who who slipped into he, the late day. Two hey, he's going to be a player this year for Denver. He's going to be a yeah, player. I bet he is, though. I know you're, you're, you're half condescending, but I bet I'm he not. is. I'm not. I did, I did Denver radio the other night, and so I did a little prep to get ready for it, and I'm like, wow, they... They have a clear path here for Baron Browning to take over 
as a starter for that defense, and I hope it happens. Let us speak it into existence. That would be good for the brand. Um, yes. Jamin Davis, first round draft selection as well. So Pete Werner, there's a big Pete mm-hmm. Werner stand account here. I mean, there, there's these guys all had first and second round grades for me at the linebacker position. I mean, I liked a lot of these guys. So you foil that with what we have this year, and it's not quite as robust at the top, but I still think it's plenty deep in the day one and day two combined. Holy cow, I just, just sorted it. Um, okay, so, so Joe, what's, I, what's, what's linebacker looking like for you? I've got one first-round grade and two second-round grades and a bunch of third-round grades. Yeah, I've got two first round grades, two second round grades, and eight third round grades. <laughs> so it's a very crowded field after LB4. And I think even LB4 is open for discussion. Million so percent. I think I, I think the top three are pretty cut and dry, don't you? For us, I think so. Maybe not for everybody, but I think the top three right, are pretty but, clear. But for you and me, and I believe we have the same three names. Mm-hmm. It's some order of Nicobe Dean, Devin Lloyd, and Chad Muma. Correct. Great. Great mind. I have it. Like. Yeah. I have a Devin Lloyd first, Nicobe Dean second, and then Chad Muma. But we can. You want to talk about LB4, man? I think for me, it might be Brian Asamoa from Oklahoma. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. What is. So you're leaning into that one, huh? Yeah, well, well you know I, mean, I haven't, I haven't tied for LB five, so I'm not that far off. That's the great thing about the way we score players; it's numerical, and so you score them, and they're in order. And so mm-hmm. he scored a 78, which is tied with Damon Clark. The issue with Damon Clark now being the the injury that's going to keep him out this year, and so to me, that's an easy yeah. tiebreaker for Brian Asamoah to be LB four for me. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. So I have I have a couple more sub, I don't want to say sub linebacker, but like subgroups. Like I've got a couple coverage guys that are rated in that early three. I've got a couple strikers that maybe could play Mike, uh, like the Quay Walkers of the world. Uh, I think predictively he might be LB. He might be LB three predictively if we're talking about how the league's going to draft him. Uh, but I could certainly see a path to be excited about him. I see a lot of flashes of Kenneth Murray's style of play in him. 
And obviously, Kenneth Murray hasn't hit the ground running with the Chargers, but he was an early 20s pick because of height, weight, speed, and length. And Quay Walker's got all those things. So, um, LB1, though, it sounds like you've got one first-round grade at linebacker, so that means Devin Lloyd is LB1, correct? That's right. At an 85 and a half is a, is a grade. And you know how much I've loved Devin Lloyd this entire time. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I hate, I don't hate, but I hate that he's not LB1 for me. Because I did give it to N'Kobe Dean by like Ooh. a half a point. Okay. I think Devin has a higher floor and Devin is a safer pick. But Nicobe's football IQ is incredibly off the charts. Uh, I know he didn't run, and that's a question for him. That's a concern for him. But um, it's kind of like the Kyle Hamilton thing right now. Where he's like, oh, Kyle Hamilton can't run. Well, first of all, he ran 4.59 at the combine, so yes, he can. But second of all, if you're instinctual enough and you could see enough things coming, like you're going to project just fine. And for Nakobe, who's probably better in short spaces than he is over a long distance because of his stature and not really being able to open up his strides. And he's a guy who's going to play in the mid two twenties. I could see plenty of pathways for him instinct with his instincts, still being an impact player in the NFL, but how they compare to, the linebackers from last year is a discussion we need to have right now. And then we can talk about Nicobe versus Devin down the road. So LB1 last year for you was Hoomst. Micah Parsons. 87 and also a half. Micah Parsons. 87 and a half for me as well. So we saw him very similarly as a player. That ranked position number blank on your big board 10 he was my 10th overall player oh that stinks i had him eight sorry to hear that oh wow yeah <laughs> why do you hate De- michael parsons so much i you know every every day we find a way to do this don't we correct hate him first round um, top 10 player on the board yeah and devin is an 85 five for me yes an 85 five yes and Devin is also an 85-5 for me. I just happen to have Nicobe at an 86. So if you move past Micah Parsons, LB2 last year for you was Hoomst. Jeremiah, Owusu, Koromoa, Notre Dame, 87 on the dot. I also had Jeremiah, Owusu, Koromoa, who had an excellent season with the Browns. Let's, let's be honest. Slid to the second round for a lot of the same reasons that you'll probably hear being applied to the questions with Nicobe Dean. I had an 86. So I have the same grade on Nicobe Dean and Jeremiah Wusukormo. They're a little different as players. I probably feel better about Nicobe's projection in the box a little bit more than Jeremiah. Um, but they can win with pressure. They're smaller linebackers. They've got good pace. They've got good range. Uh, you, you can keep on the field on third downs all of the above. I'm glad that they finished with the same ranking because then I could say Nicobe would be tied with LB2. And I think there's, I don't think there's the same player. I wouldn't compare them to one another, but there's similar questions with each one of those guys. 
LB3. Baron Browning. Likewise. 85. I had him as so, an 85 and a half, so tied for Lloyd with me. Okay, so so you could realistically get to a point where you could say we both had Micah Parsons, then we both had Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, then you I could put theoretically, based on numbers and draft dudes do math, I could put Nicobe Dean at two if I wanted to, but I could also put him at three, and you could put Devin Lloyd at three if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because he he tied with the guy from last year. So we could say our LB one this year is tied for third. I have upward mobility. You have downward mobility. That's right. So we're three defensive positions into this now with edge, defensive tack, or IDL and linebacker. And I think this is where we've seen the the pivot, right? Like the defensive talent this year just is superior to what we had last year. Yep. And that's – despite Micah Parsons and and I'm glad we can wear that badge of honor and say, we didn't overthink that one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, top 10 player for both of us, top linebacker over the last two seasons combined. Uh, but it gets pretty money as far as where the rest of it falls. But I even look past my LB three from last year. And I got Zayvon Collins at an 82 and a half. I had Cam McGrone in this range. Um, we'll see what he looks like as he continues to get healthy. I had Jamin Davis in this range. So I think you can go one for one starting at like linebacker two or linebacker three and find one from each year that's going to compare. But what just Micah was in a class of his own last year. And that's kind of the, the outlier. Well, and I mean, I look at my linebacker board and it's a lot of the same players that you mentioned, but also like second round grades. I've got Nick Bolton in there. Um, Jamin Davis, Jabril Cox. So last year's linebacker class, while like it was better at the top, but also like the, there's a lot of day two talent last year, just like there there's going to be again this year in my mind. Right. And I would be remiss to not once again mention Pete Werner because this is a Pete Werner stand account. I did sneak him in at an 80, so he had a two for me. Just Very excited to see him continue to prosper. He's going to continue to yeah. prosper as the Saints slowly whittle away defensive talent now that Malcolm Jenkins <laughs> announced his retirement yesterday. Very nice of him to do that after they didn't have the money to bring back Marcus Williams, right? I, well, that's the thing about retired and is it in the NFL is doesn't help you, right? Like it's there's no well, designation if, for retired. If he would have signed his his papers, they could have cleared up a little bit, right? It was just that if he came back. They needed to account for that. Is that how that works? It's I'll just like honest, it's, 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 it's the same thing as cutting the player. That's how it counts against the salary cap. If you retire, it's the oh, same as being cut. So, so yeah. they, so they still accrue the dead money. Yeah, there's no benefit. There's no benefit to the Saints whatsoever that he so, retired. So he's going to get paid for the next like four years, probably. Then have we looked that up? <laughs> it's probably not a good. It's probably bad news, man. Now, I got to know before we hang up the call here. Okay. Need to know how many void years is on the back end of Malcolm Jenkins' 10 times over restructured contract. It's not as bad as you might think. He's got two years left on his deal. Um, and no so void years. It, no, no void years, believe it or not. But they actually, so here's the deal. 
they actually lose $2.8 million in cap space because oh he retired. Lord. Yeah. It's bad. So but they went next from... year's cap. Oh, and next year's cap, they there's nothing, there's no benefit to next year either. They have they accumulate almost four million right. in dead cap it's, for next year with no savings and, whatsoever. And it's, like, it's a break, it's a break even. Yeah. So they signed, dude, they signed him to a four-year $32 million deal when he was 33 years old in 2020 and counted on him playing out the duration of that contract because there was never an out for them whatsoever. And he gave him and he gave him half of it. Jeez. I don't blame Malcolm Jenkins at all. No. Phenomenal career. Of course not. Right? Yeah. That's just a, that's a bad break for New Orleans. At 33 years old. It's like the Harrison Smith deal. They gave him all yeah. that money going into like his age 34 season. It's like, what is that's going not, on? Not aging well. <laughs> so Saints, Saints uh, safety, safety group went from uh, Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins to Marcus May and uh, Daniel Sorensen. Oh no! Plus, I forgot Sorensen signed there. Yep. Oh, so boy. keep telling us the salary cap's not real, though. Please, love to hear more about how how they have the ability to make all the moves that they want to make. You can make any move and make it work. Well, what's the what's the domino effect going to look like? And as we're seeing here for the second consecutive offseason for the Saints, it's getting a little dicey. Probably would like to have Marcus any Williams and Taron Armstead, but no. Uh, parting thoughts. No, I've said all I needed to say today. None. Yeah. Likewise. It's been a, been a good day. Got a lot of conversations with the dudes. So hope you guys enjoyed as well. Look forward to speaking with you guys for takes on takes tomorrow for Friday. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks for friends over bet online for their continued support of the show. Make it a good one. Talk with you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.